Hey, it's Pastor Ted Fabianic here from Faith Love Church in Melbourne, Australia. Welcome to our podcast. We pray that when you listen to this, you'll be inspired and blessed to reach the best things that God has for you. Hey, good morning, Faith Life Church. Hey, so good and so glad that you could tune in this morning. Um, We are praying and believing that we're going to be back in our full services next week. So please stay in tune. We'll be be contacting you uh, via all of our mediums. So, hey, looking forward to seeing you next week. But today, I am expecting that God's going to move into your world. Today, I want to talk to you about if you can see the invisible... You can, see the impo- you can see the possible. And when you see the invisible, you can go where others can't go. When you hear what can't be heard with a natural ear, you can hear all the amazing things about God. So today, I just want to encourage you that God wants you to go where you haven't been before. God wants you to experience what you haven't experienced before. God wants to download revelation to you that you have not heard of before. So welcome to the supernatural power of God. Welcome to the place where God is not demoting you, but He's promoting you. One of the best things about God that I absolutely love about God, that I'm starting to understand more and more as I enter into His presence in a deeper, in a more uh, expectant way is this, that God always speaks to you on the level of His relationship to you. Let me say that to you again. God speaks to you on the, real, on the real basis of a relationship He has with you. And it's what's really interesting. Now, when you look at the definition of a church, there are so many definitions of a church, and we, you know, churches comes under different denominations and different um, the, the way we do things, but. What's really interesting to me is the way God sees the church. And in Galatians 6.10, God calls the church a family of believers. God also calls the church the community of faith. And he also calls it the family of faith. I want you to just to download this into your spirit. God is not talking to a group of people that will become believers. God is not talking to a people that he says, look, you're not, I have to tone down my voice or I have to tone down my relationship or I have to tone down my revelations to speak to you. But he goes, my church is a family of believers. My church is a community of faith and my church is a family of faith. So when God God speaks. He's speaking to believers. He's speaking to a community of faith. He's speaking to a family of faith. So God is a faith God and he's speaking to his children and his children are children of faith. I want you to listen to Proverbs 30 verses 5 and 6 and it says this. The believers replied, every promise of God proves true. He protects everyone who trusts who runs to him for help. So don't second guess him. He might take you to task and show up your lies. I love that. I want you to notice is the believer replies. See, when God speaks, a believer replies. So when the God speaks to his children, he's waiting for an expectation. See, when God speaks... The faith in you replies. Listen to this again. The believer replies. What does the believer reply? He says, every promise of God proves true. He protects everyone who runs to him. So when 
your faith in inside of you, when it hears the word of God, when it shout, when you hear a shout from the heavens, there is a reply from you to God. And what's this? Faith always replies with the word of God. Faith always replies with the promises of God. Faith never replies on felt needs. Faith never replies on how I feel. I don't feel I have faith. Faith replies by quoting God his word back. So the faith inside of you is God activated and it is able to use everything that has been given to it to proclaim the kingdom of God. So when God speaks to you, he's speaking to you as a man and a woman of faith. So when God speaks to you, he's letting you know that you have the capability to do what you have heard. This is what I really love. Let me read this. As a family of faith, we all face the same situations and the same problems. So Jesus, when he was talking to the Father about us, he says, I'm leaving to go up with you, but I'm leaving them. They are in the world, but they are not of the world. He was saying something, I'm not, don't take them out of the world because they don't need rescuing because of what I put inside of them. They don't need to be rescued. What I've put inside of them is they're going to be conquering. See, you only need to be rescued is when you're sinking. The only time you need a lifeguard is when you've run out of strength and you start sinking. But God was so powerful through Jesus Christ that he spoke the word and he said this, we can leave them on earth because of the word that we have spoken to them. They will not need rescuing. It says, you know, they are in the world, but they're not offered. Let me just show you for this. That means this, that you and I are facing the same situation that everybody else is in. We are in a COVID 19 situation. We are in the same economy. We are in the same country, but we can. And we will get different results because of we are a family of faith. So you and I are in the same situation. Your marriage is in the same situation as all the others. With your children, with your school, whatever it is, we are in the same world. But the beauty because we are the children of God is that we are in the same situation, but we will and we can get totally different results. Let me read you as a story where the Holy Spirit put in the Word of God to inspire us. It's about Elijah. Now, Elijah is a man of faith. Elijah is a man of miracles. Elijah is a prophet of God. And um, he's in a situation where the king is so angry with him that he has sent an army to bring him in, and because they want to remove him from the scene. See, every time, you see, opposition will always come when you're getting different results from people that are using other, other means but getting different results. So he, Elijah is a man that brings the kingdom of God down to earth. Elijah was a man of power. Elijah was a man of faith. Elijah had a prophetic declaration into his generation and also into the generations to come. And then they go to bed. He's got a servant. They go to bed and the servant wakes up before Elijah. And in, in 2 Kings 6, verses 15 to 17, says this. 
When the servant of the man of God got up and went up early the next morning, an army with horses and chariots had surrounded the city. And listen to this. His first reply was, Oh no, my Lord, what shall we do? Oh, just, just let me stop there. The servant's first reaction was based on his ability. So he gets up and he sees the army. He sees the horses. And all of a sudden his reaction is, What shall we do? So faith will always give the response that God would give the response to. So he says, what shall we do? The servant asked. Now, I want, listen to Elijah. His first comment is, don't be afraid. So they are outnumbered. Fear has painted a picture. So his servant comes to him and he says, what shall we do? And the first thing he says, you don't need to be afraid. You don't need to fear. You don't need to retract. You don't need to lower your expectations. You don't need to decrease. You don't need to go back. You need to go forward. And so he says, don't be afraid, the prophet answered. Those who are with us are more than those that are with them. Watch this. Elijah is standing right next to the servant. He's gone out. He's surrounded with the same uh, people, with the same armory that his servant is, and yet he has a different outlook on the same situation. That is, you've got to note this, is that he was in the same boat as the servant. He's in the same experience of that the servant is in, but because of the faith inside of him, he says, we don't need to be afraid. And then he makes this amazing declaration. There are more for us than what your physical eye can see. He wasn't doing a positive spin on a negative situation. He was declaring what he saw as compared to what the servant saw. The servant came into a situation and he said, the opposition, the problem is greater than my supply. The problem is bigger than what we can take. And he made the call that we, it, it's finished. It is done with. So what, whatever situation you might be in, and you see the situation, and the situation is giving you feedback that, hey, you are done. It could be a doctor's report. It could be a financial report. It could be a relationship report. And it's giving you feedback. And it's saying, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. This is your end. Prepare to decrease. Stop trying to increase. Stop resisting because it is going to happen. And so what does Elijah do? And he says, the word of God says this, and Elijah prayed. He prayed. And, and what I love, just, before, just as we're going, he wasn't praying this, oh my God, I don't know what to do. Oh my God, have I sinned? Oh my God, what have I done? God, why have you put me in this situation? God, God you know, why, why is all this happening? I want you to notice what he did to his servant. He says, he, and Elijah prayed, open his eyes, Lord, that he might see. Now watch this carefully. It, the servant wasn't blind. 
The, the servant didn't have an eyesight problem. He had a vision problem. And what did the man of God do? He said, Father, open his eyes. So watch this. The problem is seen through the natural eyes, but the solution is always seen through spiritual eyes. See, that we, we talked about this before, that you can never solve a problem on the level that it was created. The answer is always above the problem, and it solves it underneath. So here is Elijah saying to him, the problem is not in how many people are with them, it's not the number of men that have come in full armory against us. And he prayed, and listen to his prayers, open his eyes, Lord, that he might see. How often have you heard when Jesus was teaching, when Jesus was declaring, he says, you have eyes, but you don't see. You have ears, and you don't hear. You have understanding, and yet you have no comprehension. So all of a sudden, there's going to be a miracle happen to this young man. Get a, get a load of this. Today, at the end, we're going to pray for you. I am believing that your natural eyes are going to be open, that your hearing is going to be open, that your comprehension is going to be to such an extent that you'll be able to absorb the length and the breadth of God's amazing grace towards you. So he prayed. And listen to this prayer. This is the prayer that God loves answering. This is a prayer that God says, I am hanging out to bless you. It is this. And then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire around Elijah. And, then, and so what was happening? He also now that he saw that more, there was more chariots, there was more army, that was with them than the army coming against them. So what happens is this, is when, they, when the servant saw the invisible, he knew that the visible can be conquered. When he saw the reality of the spirit realm, when he saw the reality of the heavenly realm, when he saw all of that, what happened to him? He realized, hey, I am not going to be a victim. I'm going to be the victor. I am not going to come in last, but I'm going to come in first. I am not going to be, I'm not devoted to the tail. I'm going to be the head. Hey, I'm not going to be the last. I'm going to be the first. So the answer is always in the spirit realm. The answer is always where God is. So he's this young man. He goes from being absolutely terrified. I believe he squared his shoulders up, he looked at the army and he says, come on, come on, come on, let's fight this battle, let's fight this battle. Because watch this, even the Word of God tells us this, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers in heavenly places. So you can't fight on the level that you see the problem in. The answer for everything is in the heavenly realm. And so what Elijah did, he says, you have a sight problem. You're not seeing what God sees. See, when we all are facing the same problem, but I'm here to tell you, Faith Life Church and all of those watching online, that the problem you are facing is nowhere in comparison to the answer that God has already given you. I want, I want you to see this. It's, it's what you see. 
In Deuteronomy 1 verse 8 says this, See, I have given you this land. Go in and take possessions of the land the Lord swore He would give to your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and to their descendants after them. That's you and me. I want you to see how the verse starts. He says, See, I have given you the land. God is speaking in seeing terms. He's talking about invisible terms. He's talking about a sight that is beyond the natural realm. He's talking about a sight that takes you from one realm into the other life. He said, see, I've given you. What do you see? See, at the time, we need to see the victory and when you see the victory, it overcomes the natural victory. See, that you got to see yourself in a reigning position. you got to see yourself as, hey, I am not the victim in this. Greater is he that is within me than he that is within the world. So you have a look at, then he reiterates the same promise to Joshua. He's going to possess the lamb. In Joshua 2.24, they said to Joshua, Truly the Lord has given all the land into our hands, for all the inhabitants of the country are faint because of us. What they saw, they, they started to live in. The Bible says, See, I have given this land. And the children of Israel, the new generation of faith, looked it up and they saw what God had already done. They could see into the invisible. And because they saw the invisible, guess what? That truly the Lord has given the land to us. So this is the amazing thing. Right now, God's, God calls you a believer. God says, Faith Life Church, I'm not coming to a group of people that are trying to be. I'm coming to a group of people that are. So when God speaks, your faith replies. Your faith replies. So when you hear the word of God, faith will automatically, it will respond. It's like when you, you come to see somebody and you speak. What do you do when you stop speaking? You're waiting for a response. You're waiting for a response. And God, our loving Heavenly Father, has already given us the faith that responds to His word. Write this down. Write it on wherever you can. God has given us faith that responds to His Word. So that means every promise is a word. So we, when you see the Scripture... God is telling you at the same time, there is something within you that responds to every promise. You know, as we were mentioning before, there are over 8,000 promises in God's Word, and there are these 8,000 promises, which is God's Word, waiting for the response that you will give to the Father. The Bible says all the promises are yes and amen. So God says this to you, that your problem is visible, but the answer is invisible and it's only seen by faith. And it is the invisible that rules the visible. It is the invisible. So when you read through the scripture, it is, the word of God tells us it was the in, through the invisible things were made that were visible. So everything that is visible has come from what is invisible. So we enter into the God realm where our faith does the work. So when you have a look at the servant, 
The moment he could see, his faith arose. And what is really interesting is this. If you look at uh, Elijah's servant, never ever after his eyes were opened did Elijah have to pray for him that he could see. Just note that for a moment. You don't read that a day afterwards he's still praying for his servant. You don't read afterwards, oh man, you've lost your eyesight again. Once your eyesight is given, it doesn't leave you. Uh, I, I, I was contemplating on the message we preached. It was that Samson, your hair is growing back. Samson, I mean, great message. You can find it in our resources. But just uh, pondering of it the other day, I just realized this, is that when Samson lost his hair, they shaved his head off. They didn't remove his hair. They shaved it. And the power was gone. But what happened to Samson is that the power never left him. It grew back. He didn't have to try for it. What was amazing with Samson, you never read this story, oh, hair grow back, hair grow back, oh, no, oh, no. What happened was this, is the anointing, on his life, never left him. What he did restricted him, but never left him. And that happened as that one day that Samson was feeling a little bit hot, whatever he was doing, and he went back and he goes, Flip, my hair's growing back. He, uh, uh, you know what? I used, I used to have no hair and used to have no strength. But now my hair's growing back. You know what he did then? His, his life changed. Everything about his life changed because now he was responding to what has just happened. So what happens with, with us is when you were born again, God imputed into you faith. Do you realize that the Word of God says in Romans 12, 3, you have received the, the measure of faith. Never in the Scripture does it say that God removed your faith. Never in the Scripture you will find this that God says, hey, hey, Ted, I've given you the faith for that miracle. Uh, I, I need it back. I need it back. You have to go through the whole process. The beauty with our God is what God gives, He doesn't take away. The Bible says the gifts of God are without reproach. That means when God gives you something, He leaves it with you. So I want you to understand something now, is that the faith within you wants to respond. You need to let the faith of God work, not your own effort. So what we're learning about the invisible, the invisible can only be touched by faith. The way we bring heaven to earth it's not by self-effort. It's not by huge long hours. It's not by doing some uh, tradition in a repetitious way. It is by faith. And I just want to show you today what your faith can and is doing right now. Your faith. We need to understand something that God's given you a gift. And I need you today. Your family needs you today. The world around you needs you today is for you to get out of your position of thinking that you're a nobody. Get out of your position and take ownership of the gift of faith that God has given you. It's not the, it, it, the gift of faith hasn't left you. The reason God says this to you, uh, going back to what I started with, God says He's calling the church a family of faith. 
He's not saying it, you are going to be a family of faith. He doesn't say after a certain amount of time, after a certain amount of promotion, you can become the family of faith. He's saying to you, I am talking to a family of faith. Therefore, you can respond in faith. And what we're going to do in the last bit of our time that we have together, I just want to show you what's inside of you. I believe that the Holy Spirit just wants to enlighten what's inside of you. The first thing is, is that your faith sees. Your faith sees what the natural cannot comprehend. Now watch this. The, um, in Jeremiah 12 verse 1, sorry, Jeremiah 1 verse 12 says this, The Lord said to me, you have seen correctly. I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. He's talking to Jeremiah and he says, you've seen correctly. And what did Jeremiah see? He saw the Lord looking after his word to perform it. I want you to, this is, this is amazing. Jeremiah, he's going, I saw God. What did you see, Jeremiah? I saw God looking after his word to make sure that he gets performed. Wow. So here's the thing. Your faith sees God working. Hey, isn't it about time you stop working? Isn't it about time you stop striving? And sit down in a rest faith and watch God work. I, I, I love it. I love seeing God work on people's behalf. So your faith sees. Number two, your faith hears. Your faith has ears. Listen to this in Luke chapter 1, verse 45. Great favor rests upon you, for you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. So we do not strive to get favor with God. We don't earn to get favor with God. The Bible says you have favor because you heard right. So the key, your faith He's God, and because it He's God, you have favor with God. He doesn't say that you've got merits, you've got all of these things. The Bible says that your faith hears. Great favor rests upon you because you have believed every word spoken to you from the Lord. So your faith has absolutely amazing hearing. Your faith can hear the slightest whisper of God. Your faith can hear the breath of God. And guess what? Is the moment you hear is the moment you know that you have favor. You stop striving. You, you walk into every situation and, hey, I've got the favor of God. Hey, I, I, I don't have to earn it. I don't have to bluff it until you get it. Man, it is working. Listen, number three, your faith acts. Your faith, the moment you hear the word of God, your faith wants to have a physical response. It wants to respond. See, your faith is never silent. Your faith never, never remains in a quarter, quivering and timid, hoping that somebody will call it out. Your faith responds. L listen to Ezekiel 12, 28. Therefore say to them, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. None of my words will be delayed any longer. Whatever I say will be fulfilled, declares the Sovereign Lord. Whatever I say will be fulfilled. You know the time when we, you'll get in, in Luke 5 when um, the, the disciples were out fishing and they didn't catch anything. Now listen to how faith acts. And Simon and Peter answered. God tells them, 
I want you to go out and I want you to cast the nets again. And, 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 and Peter, he's tired. He's worked all night. He's a fisherman. He knows what has just happened. And, but Jesus, he speaks to him a contradictory word. And it was a contradictory word is go and fish in the same place and something different is going to happen. So he's going into, he's telling him, go into the situation where no one is catching fish. Go into a situation where there, there doesn't seem to be any activity. And he says this. Now listen to Peter. Jesus speaks the word and listen to the response. And Simon Peter answered, Master, we toiled all night exhaustingly and caught nothing in our nets. But on the ground of your word, I will lower the nets again. I want you to just see this, that Peter heard God and he acted on it. He acted on the word of God. He didn't say, I need another confirmation. Oh, I, I'm not sure whether he's talking to me. Hey, John, was he talking to you? Hey, hey Phil, was he talking to you? He, he said to this, the moment he heard the word, the faith of Peter automatically said, I don't understand it, but I will do it. And I want you to show you this. It is so powerful. If you read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, also in the books of Acts, the moment people heard that Jesus was passing by, there was an action to their faith. They either cried out, Jesus, have mercy on me, or they pushed through the crowd and touched him. See, genuine faith, God faith, never sits down and watches the word of God pass by. The, the, the faith never cheers and lets everything go by, but faith reacts. You said it, I will do it. So what you find is that your faith will cause there to be an action. And your action is going to be rewarded by the fruit of the Word of God. So therefore, it means that you can get what others that are waiting can't get. You get other, you're going to get what others only read about. Why? Because the faith that is in you has taken a positive action. He says, God said to do it. God said, pray, I will pray. God says, worship, I will worship. God says, give, I will give. God says, praise me even more, I will praise you. God says, I want you to talk to that person, I will talk to that person. Why? Because my faith inside of me always responds. Then we have your faith understands. Your faith has got the capability to understand what others are struggling with. Your faith has the ability to understand mysteries. Your faith has the, uh, the awesome ability to have the mind of Christ. Listen to Hebrews 11.3. Faith empowers us to see, I love it, that the universe was created and beautifully coordinated by God's power. He spoke, listen to this, he spoke and the invisible realm gave birth to all that is seen. He spoke and the invisible realm gave birth. Wow. Now just, just take this to another level. That is what happens within us when we pray. Is when you and I step out on God's word 
and we put into motion what is invisible to others starts to become visible because of God's power. So I want to understand this. This is why this is so amazing. And then your faith speaks. This is what we're going to finish on today. Your faith speaks. You'll find this all in Romans 10. We haven't got time right now, but read 6 to 10, verses 6 to 10. And it's about this, is that God, when God starts to speak, your faith also starts to speak. And what happens within us is that when faith comes, we start to speak. Faith declares the heavens. Faith declares the victory. Faith declares in the midst of the darkness, faith declares light. In the midst of sickness, faith declares health. In the midst of weakness, faith declares strength. In the midst of confusion, it declares understanding and wisdom. You see, your faith is speaking. Your faith is speaking what it sees. Your faith is speaking what it hears. Your faith is speaking what it understands. You and I, we are believers. You and I, we are Faith Life Church. We are in an atmosphere. We are in an awesome atmosphere where the Spirit of God is urging you right now as you listen to me. I know that the Spirit of God is all over you. I know that God is bringing up promises to you. I know that greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. When others see a problem, faith sees the answer. When others see confusion, faith sees wisdom. When others see weakness, faith sees strength. When others see lack, Faith sees provision. Wow, how amazing is that? Read it right now. Why don't you let your faith do your speaking? Why don't you let your faith do your speaking? Seeing the invisible is seeing the possible. You can go where others can't go is because you can see what others can't see. You can go, you can listen to what others can't hear. And you can do what you've just heard because the Spirit of God is upon you. Just right now, stop your striving. Stop all that you're doing and let God's faith inside of you do what God has destined it to do. Right now, whatever you're seeing in the natural that you've given up, I'm going to believe right now. I'm going to do the Elijah prayer, Elijah prayer with you. I'm going to believe right now as I pray that your eyes will be open for whatever situation that you're facing in. Whether it's natural, emotional, financial, whatever level it is on that you are facing your problems, I'm going to believe that your eyes will now become open and that you will see that there is more for you than against you, that you're going to see God working on your behalf, that there's going to be a response. I see God working His Word, and my problem is going to be solved. So just right now, wherever you are, and if, you, if you're in Landrum, if you want to stand up, I, I declare that you stand up. If you're sick right now, put, lay your hands on your body. Whatever it be, let's, let's do an action. I'm going to believe as we pray that God will open up your eyes. Father, right now, I come to you in the name of Jesus, and I just thank you. Right now, God, we're facing all of these problems. We're, we're facing so many battles in so many areas of our lives. And so, Father, we, right now, we, we could be overcome. We could be overawed with them. But, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you would open up 
every one of our eyes. Father, I pray that right now uh, for a supernatural miracle, that you would open up every eye that would see you. I declare your blindness broken. I declare your spiritual eyes opening and seeing the miraculous power of God working on your behalf. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And if you're here and you know, if, you're, if you're listening to me and you go, wow, this is amazing. How do I, how do I, get, how do I get to be like this? How do I step into, the, how do I go from being outside of doubt and how do I go into being a believer? You know, that comes in right now. If you're asking that question, that means that you've got faith inside of you. While I've been preaching, God's been stirring you. And I just want to just lead you through this prayer. And I believe as you do that, your faith is going to receive. Just pray this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again for me. I believe that you took all of my sin, all of my sickness, all of my depression. Father, right now, I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, come into me and become the Lord of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have prayed that, I believe that God's just come into your life. Things uh, from right this moment will change. And if you've done that for the first time, you need some more information, please send us a note. We've got a gift for you. We've got people that want to pray for you. Hey, God bless you. I am so looking forward to seeing every one of you in person next week. Hey, God bless you and believing the absolute very best for you and your family and everything that surrounds you. God bless. See you soon.